0: monster creature with such horrific features a lady a bride and scary movie fan some nerds and their website present this woman and her man hello and welcome back to the bride of the creature podcast with me the creature joey g Joining me as always, the cutest podcaster in town, etc., etc., Nicole. Hello. The bride, sorry, the bride, Nicole.
1: <laughs> Hello. How are you, love? I'm, good. You're good? I'm
0: good. That's good. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Got some hot chocolate going here. Just a nice little slurping. Oh, that's
1: good, yeah, that's good stuff. It's too hot for me yet. That's not. why I
0: slurped it. I got rockets here, you can hear them.
1: Yeah, we're getting ready, ready for Halloweening. Yeah. Whoa! I almost spilled my hot chocolate.
0: Oh my goodness! On the equipment. Oh, no, quit making noise! This is a professional podcast.
1: It's almost empty.
0: Give me another one, though. I don't get a lot of chances to snack at home, so. <laughs> um. So yes, it's the uh, <laughs> the Halloween show. Halloween week one, a uh, couple weeks late, but. So, hopefully, none of you believed me last week when I said we were going to get to this every week this month. Hope you were just like, ha. Huh. Liar! Because I did lie, but we're, we're still back before the end of October. We have
1: good intentions.
0: We always do, but you know what they say about good intentions?
1: No.
0: The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Is that really... Which is a... kind of a stupid saying, if you think about it. It's saying, like, if you mean to do well, you're going to go to hell. So basically, so just, what you should like, like you should do is, just do yeah, bad plan things. To be a dickhole.
1: Do bad things. Say you're sorry. Then you'll go to heaven.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much how it works, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Well, luckily, none of those things are real. So... Moving right along, Uh, this is the first of our what was going to be a four week uh, theme and is now going to be a two week theme.
1: Because Halloween's next Friday.
0: Yeah, so uh, we watched, uh, we're going to watch four Hammer films. We have now decided to watch two Hammer films
1: Joey's pick and then my pick.
0: Yes, this week was the first one, which was Frankenstein Created Woman from 1967, uh, directed by Terrence Fisher. So without further ado, let's have a listen to the trailer.
2: Frankenstein the name stands for fear Frankenstein he shocks the world as he mocks the devil Frankenstein he creates monsters of men Frankenstein's most terrifying experiment comes to life Frankenstein created woman
1: Who am I? Who
2: am I? You see, a shield of indestructible matter. What is it for? What is it for? To give life after death, my friend, that's what it's for. Life after death. Peter Cushing as Baron Frankenstein, who crosses swords with Satan in his fight for immortality. He lives. See hence, he's alive. Susan Denberg as Christina, the deformed creature transformed by Frankenstein to a living beauty. Within her, a dead man's revengeful urge to kill. Kill him. Kill him. Kill him, Christina. (laughs) Fawley Walters, the doctor who helps Frankenstein to violate the laws of nature. Christina, my dear, that man possesses such power, such knowledge, that sometimes I don't even understand him myself. The boy Hans is the tool of the Frankenstein experiment. These boys are the cause of come back. He's come back from the grave. Somebody's brought him back.
0: So this is, in fact, the fourth Frankenstein film in the Hammer Frankenstein franchise. We previously did the first one on the podcast, if you'll recall.
1: This is so good. I, it's been so long since I've had hot chocolate.
0: We're talking about the movie right now, though. This is good hot chocolate. Like, I,
1: I th- can't even remember the last time I had a hot chocolate.
0: I have it fairly often, actually. It's
1: because you don't drink other hot beverages that this most normal adults drink.
0: You're right. That's absolutely you like right. a
1: grown-up child. Me or you? You.
0: Whatever. Anyway, I was talking about this movie, Frankenstein Created Woman, the fourth film in the Frankenstein franchise. We've seen the first one before. I've seen the first three and now the fourth, starring Peter Cushing, one of my all-time favorite actors, as Baron Frankenstein.
1: I really liked the first movie.
0: The first movie is fantastic, one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Susan Denberg as uh, his new creation, uh, such as it is. And it was directed by Terrence Fisher, one of my very favorite film directors. He
1: did the first one too, right? He did, and
0: he did a lot of other Hammer films that I also really like. So, uh, how does this one stack up, in your opinion? Can you not do that?
1: You were slurping.
0: Once, as a joke, you're drinking your hot chocolate with a spoon.
1: Because it's too hot. I,
0: I'm a grown-up child. <laughs> so it's too hot, that makes it less hot?
1: Yeah, it's too hot in the cup, so if I put it in the spoon and leave it in the spoon for a minute, then, I, then it's not as hot.
0: Okay, but could you maybe not do that into the microphone?
1: I won't do it into the microphone.
0: You're doing it into the microphone.
1: Just Wait, I was quiet like at that time. Drink it like
0: a grown up. It's too hot. And blow on it. <sighs> All right. So before we talk about whether or not you liked it, why don't we try and spend some time? Um, oh, Fuck sakes. I can find creative woman, and now I'm going to destroy it.
1: I, I actually wasn't trying to piss you off that time. I just forgot. <laughs>
0: Oh, good. Okay. No, I'm not actually bad. I just forgot to be good.
1: <laughs> See, the uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I'm trying to be good. It's just not working out very yeah, well. Yeah,
0: you're going to burn in hell. <laughs> okay, so let's... But Joey,
1: hell's going to be cool. Alice Cooper will be there. Alice
0: Cooper's a born-again Christian. He's kind of obnoxious.
1: But, but he's really, really bad, actually. Alice Cooper's
0: one of those examples of somebody who should have never stopped drinking, because as soon as he got <gasps> sober, he became lame. <laughs> Having said that, I do like his music. All he needs
1: is coffee, God, and cigarettes.
0: That's not an Alice Cooper song. I know, but that's a song about
1: rehab and recovery. I guess. Stop sipping your your drink. Alice
0: Cooper. Anyway, okay, I'm gonna try and uh, with your help, we're gonna try and break down the plot of this movie. With my
1: help, I'm helping.
0: Yeah, I'm the helper. You're a helper,
1: and I helped.
0: Yes. Okay, so uh, the movie starts with sort of a a pre-title prologue. Uh, where there's a man who's being sentenced to death uh, by guillotine. Now, I I might be wrong, but I didn't know that they used the guillotine in, in England. I thought it was like a France
1: thing. You'd know better than me.
0: I would. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they don't ever really establish where they are, but everyone has British accents, so I'm just going to assume that they're in Britain.
1: It was weird because the guillotine was like all by itself really far away from the town, oh, but yet... Everyone seems to walk by it a lot.
0: Well, I think it was more that they went over to it because they wanted to see the, the execution because they didn't have TV.
1: No, I know. But even like throughout the movie, just in random places, people it would be like cut to the scene and they'd walk yeah. by that. But they were just in the town. It, yeah. Ooh, who
0: was walking by it?
1: The like, dude. What dude? The main dude.
0: He doesn't walk by the guillotine. He's there to be executed.
1: But no, it, when he's a grown up, he walks by it as well. To, Maybe with, it's with the girl, we he's like, "See, no, they you went later. for a walk to the guillotine."
0: Well, they went for a walk. It's not like it's a teeming metropolis. There's not a lot of places to go. It's kind of weird, though. Like, yeah, a lot of people do come to watch this execution, and it makes me wonder. Like, if we didn't have TV, would we still watch people getting executed?
1: Probably. Like, like the gladiators was a big thing to go watch for entertainment. In Rome, yeah, I've always—I don't know very
0: much about Roman history and specifically what the gladiators, other than what I've seen in movies. So I kind of wonder if that was like a path Kind of the general populace.
1: It was huge, th- but it still exists. Well, that, know, huge... I'm, but I'm
0: wondering if if the Colosseum was more for like rich folks. To, I don't—I don't, I honestly don't know. Like I'm—I'm I'm, I'm curious as to like if that was the entertainment mm. for like the lower class, or for, the or rich if it was just people. for the rich people, you know? And the lower
1: class was in the ring. They I were don't like, think "That's true. You're poor." Fight a lion
0: I also don't know That they ever Fought lions <laughs> yeah. No Here's the thing Nicole. Everything you and I Know about gladiators And stuff Comes from movies
1: Comes from Gladiator. <laughs> gladiator.
0: So And I think that the, the majority of people In the world When they talk about Things like You know Christians fighting lions And gladiators and stuff I'm betting that 99% of them Don't know what They're talking about And have also Just seen gladiator It's probably true Or Tales.
1: Was it in Tales, Joey
0: well, in VeggieTales, the, they get thrown into a, a furnace in the chocolate factory.
1: Are you confusing your movies? You're mixing Gladiator with Willy Wonka?
0: No, no. In, in VeggieTales, the, story of, the biblical story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they get their names changed to Rack, Shack, and Benny, and they work in a chocolate factory where they make big chocolate bunnies. And it's talking about like having false idols, so if you didn't praise the bunnies, you were going to get thrown <laughs> into the oven. Because they didn't want to praise the chocolate bunny because they had to praise God because VeggieTales was very heavy handed. But they had a song and the bad guy sang the song and he goes, The bunny, <laughs> the bunny, whoa, I love the bunny. I don't but, love my mom or my dad, what? just the bunny.
1: He doesn't love his mom or dad. Or God. That's really sad. There's another
0: song on Vegetables that goes, "God is bigger than the boogeyman. He's bigger than Godzilla or the monsters on TV." And now Joey's an atheist, and it's that show's fault. <laughs> uh, what was we talking about? I right, the guillotine.
1: off topic here. Yeah, the
0: guillotine. This all started from me saying I didn't know they used the guillotine in England, but I also don't know if this movie is meant to be historically accurate. Right. <laughs> it, it all takes. It's all very like gothic. Uh, Heightened reality.
1: What's the boy's name that grew up? Hans. Hans, okay. And you pointed out a really funny thing that Hans as a child, it cuts from him being a child to him being a grown up, and he's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing the same clothes. <laughs> yeah. His as clothes grew with it. His clothes He's wearing grew like with the him. exact
0: same outfit he had on as a little kid, just bigger.
1: That was pretty funny.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that was just the outfit that you're given as as a poor person. Okay, but the point is there's this this guy who is being sentenced to die on the guillotine, and a little boy shows up to watch it? The guy's like, "Get that kid out of here!" And then the kid's like, "Papa!" And the blade falls. So, you know, this little kid watched his dad get executed because reasons. They explain later that his dad stole something or was a drunk or something. All yeah, you know, as that's why you kill people.
1: As <laughs> because so, he's a
0: drunk. Flash forward. Uh, Hans is now an assistant to uh, Doctor Hertz, who are. Uh, Doing experiments, they do a bunch of stuff with electricity and ice, and then they pull the <laughs> Lots of the sparks there's happen. Sparks. There's lots of sparks. Lots of sparks. They work in a spark factory. And there's they, water. It
1: doesn't seem very safe in yeah, there. Yeah, they're running
0: like electrical currents through a fish tank, what looks like a fish tank to me. Uh, the sets are not quite as grand in this one as they were Science. in the first. Well, even just from like this movie to the first Frankenstein movie, like, which was nine years pre- prior to this movie, or...
1: Oh, uh, do you, even been ten years do you remember in the first movie when they brought a puppy back to life? Yes.
0: But anyway, in this movie, the movie begins, or after the prologue, it begins where they bring Victor Frankenstein, the Baron Frankenstein, back to life. Uh, so they did a experiment wherein, I guess they froze him to death, so he died. Okay. But then they revived him within an hour to prove that the soul doesn't leave the body right away. That the soul remains trapped in the, in the carcass for a wee bit of time until they can until it leaves. So basically just proving that Frankenstein has this theory that the soul will stay. The one interesting thing about this movie, I think, is that they spend a lot of time talking about like metaphysics and the soul and stuff. So rather than just having another bring a dead body back to life movie because they've done that. That's true. They tried to do something different this time. So Frankenstein discovers a way to discovers that the soul doesn't leave the body right away and then he discovers and builds this uh machine machine thing that will
1: trap things, trap the in things in inside it.
0: it so that basically you can have the dead body and then capture the soul so the soul doesn't dissipate and then theoretically put the soul into another person's body.
1: Right. And he proves that by shining these, it looks like what looks like big umbrellas with lights in them, at a wine glass and then he shoots at it.
0: He shoots the wine glass. And, and then the, the ball ricochets,
1: break. pew, 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 all around the room. And he's like, see, the glass didn't break.
0: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the best method of <laughs> like, testing that Maybe
1: theory. just throwing a rock at it. Yeah, or... he's
0: just like, no, no, no. We're, he pulls out his gun as you do. Yeah, of course. But I, I admit that watching it, I was just like, this is like the worst science I've ever seen. But, you know, he's a mad scientist.
1: I like that actor, though. He's...
0: Peter Cushing. He's Fra- my favorite. Frankenstein.
1: Yeah, he's Dr. He's Frankenstein. Best. He's good. And he's he's very smart. He's in Star Wars. Actually, maybe... Oh, I guess we'll get to the scene later. Yeah.
0: But anyway, so back to the plot. Uh, this movie does take a very long time for the plot to kind of happen. Like, it's... The actual, like, conflict of the movie doesn't actually really start until the last 25 minutes. And it's only a 90-minute movie. I so agree.
1: It's a lot of buildup. up It's build It felt longer than 90 minutes, yeah, for it, sure. Which
0: was, yeah, mainly because the action doesn't happen until the last 25 minutes. But uh, meanwhile, uh, Hans is in love with Christina, who is the daughter of the innkeeper. And Christina is all fucked up.
1: She's, like, she's got brown hair. Half of her body well, she, is burnt. She looks quite well like you.
0: <laughs> All fucked up. Got brown hair, disfigured body.
1: <laughs> what?
0: No, no, you're not disfigured. Actually, you know you have brown hair
1: though. Before I before I saw that Huffer face was disfigured, I thought I kind of looked like her. You she... don't. What was that? It's
0: probably somebody at the door. Shut up, you moron. Pause. We'll be right back after this message. <laughs>
2: Phenomena. manah, manah manah, manah manah. Phenomena. mm mm-hmm. ooh, Manamana. 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 Hello? Okay, just a second It's for you manamana. The question is, what is a manamana? The question
1: is, who cares?
0: Okay, we're back uh,
1: I'm, oh,
0: wait, I'm not right. Well, I'm going to start without you So returning to the plot of uh, this movie Hans D- uh, oh, oh, good, thanks for fucking it up Get the fuck out of here
1: Joey, be nice to me. No,
0: no, no
1: He's he, your brother He needs to feel
0: shame for what he has done
1: No I'm going to
0: piss on the carpet and rub his nose Stop. in it
1: Stop, that's, that's what you do to bad puppies I
0: thought you weren't supposed to do that to bad puppies All oh,
1: right, you're not supposed to do that to bad puppies
0: Yeah, I feel like that would teach a lesson to a bad person Anyway, okay, so Hans is in love with disfigured Christina, and there's these three dandies. They're bullies, but they're dandies. These three guys uh, who come to the to the bar for some reason they're allowed in the bar even though they never pay, and they just like are mean and harass the innkeeper.
1: They like are all in the same outfit with top hats but different colors. Yeah, of I'm, each other.
0: Well, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the top hats are different colors. They're all white. They're all white people.
1: No, I mean they're are suits. <laughs>
0: I know, dear. Anyway, were
1: you trying to make a joke? I was
0: making a very funny joke. <laughs> so, uh, so I anyway, get it. Yeah, I, I guess I one of the it. dandies. I get it. You're funny. I guess one of the dandies. You're a funny guy. Thanks. I guess one of the dandies' dad is like a muckety muck because that's the thing that he keeps threatening. He's like, "I'll tell my dad," and they're all just like, "Whoa, okay." Anyway, they're just dickholes and they're really mean to Christina. And uh, Hans, you know, loses his temper and beats the fuck out of him. And
1: then he slashes one in the forehead
0: with a knife. Which was pretty sweet. Uh, and then, uh, anyway, the, the cops come and they don't arrest Hans because, you know, it was a three-on-one. They just tell them all to, you know, fuck off. So they do. So Hans fucks off as well. And he goes uh, to Christina's Christina. house, And they have sweet elephant man sex.
1: Which would be nice to her. She was very cute. She's a
0: human being. She was actually extremely gorgeous. Yes. Uh, that's the thing. Even with the bad, even with the makeup they gave her, she was still like super hot. So it was kind of preposterous. But anyway, uh, she has sex with him. uh, But meanwhile, while they're having sex, the dandies sneak back into the bar to party.
1: Past closing time. Yeah,
0: it's after closing time. The dandies have no business being there.
1: Closing time
0: bunch of dandies in there and they're going to commit very bad crimes uh but unfortunately the innkeeper forgot his keys it's not i mean
1: I, I think it was his keys that he forgot i think it was his keys because the bar door was open anyway yeah so this is how stupid this guy is he's like left the bar, walked all the way home i was like crap my keys
0: oh do i forgot my keys in my unlocked bar filled with liquor and things so, anyway, he goes back uh, and is beaten to death by the Dandies, who, like, hit them with their canes until he, hits he dies. The,
1: he hits, the, they get the
0: guy. Hit die. him, like, three times.
1: Yeah, like, three times with the dies. canes, and then he dies.
0: And they're just like, whoa, oh, There shit. was
1: no blood, even. So no blood.
0: No, no, no. Really. So, they run away. Uh, the cops come, and they find mm-hmm. Hans's coat. That he had left at the bar. Or that he had used at the bar. Actually, it wasn't even Hans's coat. It was a doctor's <laughs> coat that Hans borrowed. And then traded to the innkeeper for a bottle of champagne. <laughs> which seemed like it was a bit of a stretch to try and find a... The, the, the writer of this movie was desperately trying to find a way to have Hans be falsely accused of murder. Yeah. Like... Because then we get the best scene in the whole movie, as far as I'm concerned. Like, the courtroom scene.
1: Yeah, I know! Oh my which God! Which is, like,
0: the most that, I was gonna say hilarious that, sequence. That
1: was my favorite scene. It was so funny.
0: Uh, yeah. Because, like, it was the worst miscarriage of justice like, you've ever seen. And, like, every
1: time the officer accused anyone of anything, he'd point his finger at them and his finger would shake. And was that shake and very dramatic. He was very angry because his s- finger was shaking. And so,
0: basically, Hans won't admit that he was... Wasn't at the bar. He won't say where he was because he was trying to protect Christina's honor. I guess it's a
1: stupid thing to do. Hey anyway,
0: Nicole, it was in the olden days.
1: Most guys want a break about sex,
0: right? But they don't want to shame this girl. He's, he's not trying to. He's trying to protect Christina from being called a whore.
1: So he'd rather be beheaded.
0: He has honor, darling. Honor. But anyway, so he refuses to say where he was, and the judge is like, if you can't tell me where he was, I have no choice but to assume you were in the bar, com- assume you were guilty of this murder. I'm like, well, that seems like kind so, of a stretch.
1: So, this is my favorite scene, also, because of Dr. Frankenstein.
0: Oh, his sequence. His, yeah, his awesome.
1: court speech was so great. Yeah,
0: and he's just like, I'm far too busy for this. Yeah. And you take us for idiots? Yes. Yes, I do. And then
1: the, the dandies <laughs> are like, yeah, he's too clever. He's like... Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah, basically, that's the this movie. Spoiler alert: isn't spectacular, but Peter Cushing is so fucking good in it. But we still haven't even got to the plot yet. Really, this (laughs) is all still like like build up to what the movie ultimately ends up being about. So ultimately, Hans is sentenced to death. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention: for no reason, Christina is gone away in a in a horse drawn carriage. She and some lady just went off in a carriage together. Yep. We don't know where they went or why, but however long they were gone for, it was just enough time for Hans to be sentenced to death by guillotine and for her to arrive just on the, as he just was, as the guillotine was coming down to cut off Hans's head.
1: So then she runs all upset to a bridge and then drowns. And herself. jumps off of the
0: bridge and drowns herself. Yes. Ophelia style.
1: Ophelia style. A little Hamlet. Reference Bam. Peanut butter and jam. What the fuck are you doing, Nicole? <laughs> uh,
0: uh. So yeah. So anyway, now Hans is dead, and uh, Christina is dead. Now Hans being sentenced to death is a unique and excellent turn of events for the Baron Frankenstein. Yes. Because as we as we established earlier, he has learned that the soul will remain in the body for. I guess an hour, because of his scientific science that he did. Yep. He did some science and goes, yeah, you got an hour. So they bribe the jailer or the the guy. I, I mean, I, I don't know what, who, what his job is. But they bribe him or blackmail him to bring them the corpse. The the doctor Hertz tells the jailer that he wants to borrow the corpse for an hour. <laughs> Remember, okay, he goes, yeah. like, oh, you want it for? And he's like, never mind. I'm like seriously this guy he wants to fuck this corpse like, if <laughs> just jailer, an hour just an hour he's like I only want it for the hour I'm not paying more net because it's not worth it but it's like okay there's no way this jailer doesn't think he's fucking this body <laughs> anyway so the jailer drops the body off and then we'll be back to pick it up in an hour when you're done with when it when you're done with it <laughs> elbows his friend like he's fucking that corpse governor so anyway, Banger, don't. can you not fucking do that on the show?
1: But he's being rude.
0: What's he doing? He's scratching himself.
1: No, he's chewing his blanket. I can tell.
0: Rob, tell him to stop. Okay. Baleo. Oh fucker. Okay. So <laughs> they get Hans's body. They put his soul in the umbrella thing. So they got an umbrella of soul, which is it looks the like name the of sun. my Jim Brown cover album.
1: The sun is a mass of incandescent gas. You're the movie giants. Joey I know every line to that song because you best. played it so fucking much. Good taste.
0: Okay, anyway, so as we know, now another another amazing leap of like so many things happen in this movie because the writers are like, We need to have we have no idea how to make this happen, so they just come up with a stupid reason. So yeah. they have Hans's soul in the umbrella, right. but as we know now, we don't have a body to put it in. Well, Christina just drowned, and some villagers find Christina drowned, dead, and bring her to the doctor and ask him if there's anything that he can do. Because as we all know, if someone is de- dead, as long as you get there quickly enough, the doctor can do something about this.
1: She's like, "Yes, I can." Everyone leave. Well, because he first he's out. just like,
0: "Well, she's." At first, the doctor's just like, "What are you fucking retarded? She's dead. <laughs> what do you want me to do?" And then Frankenstein's like, "No, no, we shall do what we can." And still, Doctor Hertz is like, "I don't get it," because he's an idiot. But ultimately, as uh, is, I think the movie thinks it's supposed to be like a twist or a surprise when you find out who what exactly he has done, but it's so painfully obvious that he's put Hans's soul into her body, right?
1: I figured that out you before. Figured out, and you. I was saying
0: like no, it's so I was thinking it was so obvious that I bet you that's not it. That. I bet you were supposed to think that. And but ultimately no, which just that is actually what happened. But I was just thinking it was so obvious. But
1: even then, like, the way they played out her having his soul was so strange. It wasn't like It didn't make any sense. It wasn't like she was just like Hans in her body. No. It was like she was Christina still, but, no, but Hans, she was Christina was, still, Hans was speaking to but her. But she wasn't even
0: Christina. She was just like girl with no memory who is now blonde and doesn't have any scarring because Dr. Frankenstein, in addition to putting Hans' soul in it, also gave her cosmetic surgery.
1: Yeah, so she's blonde and beautiful. All her scars are gone. And all of gone. her
0: clothing is now much more revealing, like... She goes from just being like kind of a frumpy tavern girl to being like Cleavage City. This is a Hammer horror film after all. They could have very well been called Cleavage horror
1: films. The Cleavage isn't that big a deal. Why do you keep talking about the Cleavage?
0: I uh, mean, keep talking about it. the first time I've mentioned it.
1: Well, in the movie, that's all you talked about. Well, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I like Cleavage. Are you a 14-year-old boy?
0: Because that's all you talk about. You just told me I was like a grown-up little boy. Well, Throwing I'm, my words, <laughs> throwing your words. Not my words, so I'm keeping my words. I'll throw your words. No, you'll... Whose words? I'm throwing your words.
1: In my face? That's that's what you're yeah, trying to say. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's the There ticket. you
1: go. You did it. Anyway,
0: fast forwarding. Yay. Yep. Uh-huh. Now that... So Christina has... I, I guess it's been like six months, and she has no memory. And she keeps asking who she is, and Frankenstein won't tell her anything. But uh, anyway... We, in the last 25 minutes, they cram a bunch of stuff in there. She kills Anton, Carl, and Johan, the three she, dandies. She
1: seduces them first, and then with kills her them. cleavage.
0: Well, yeah, because it's remarkable. Uh, and then uh, she keeps hearing the voice of Hans telling her to murder people, kind of like uh, in Halloween, in, uh, Friday the 13th, part two. Yep. Yep. Or even part one when she's like,
1: kill her, mommy.
0: It's kind of like that. Cause she, but then also, she has Hans's head. And she carries it around with her in that hat box. Yeah, and that was actually
1: creepy. I thought yeah, that well, was how cool. did she get it? She dug it back up.
0: Oh right, they go to the graveyard and dig up Hans's body. Right, because Because
1: they only got the right. corpse. They they didn't get the head part. Right,
0: no, but because for the, soul. The, the other thing though was
1: <laughs> They were like, It's all loose. When here. when
0: the when the first guy gets murdered or is it the second guy? One of the first one uh, the first oh, or the yeah. second dandy, when he's dying, he writes Hans in blood on the floor. <laughs> So everyone goes. Of course, Hans must be back from the dead, because that seems logical. <laughs> they were all like claiming that I, they all think that Frankenstein is a witch. They keep saying, "Oh, he's into witchcraft," and Frankenstein's just like, "You guys are stupid. I'm not into witchcraft. That's insulting." But anyway, they they just immediately assume, ah, he must have brought Hans back from the dead. So they dig up the body. That's right. That's when they find that the head is missing. Which I guess that means Christina went and dug up the head. Yeah. Why? To talk to it.
1: Yeah. Because it was probably calling to her. But,
0: but 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 every other time that Hans is talking to her, shows her holding the
1: head. No, or near the head.
0: Right, but my point is, how could she have known to go and get the head? It was if like there was a no whisper. One
1: to tell her? It was like a whisper. He's like in the dirt. Like, <laughs> help, me. help
0: me! I am, am Gotham's reckoning. He Come said,
1: get my daughter. Bring sandwiches. <laughs> sandwiches. Sandwiches, sandwiches, sandwiches. So,
0: Eventually they figure out what's happening. Baron Frankenstein's like, oh my goodness, what have I done? Because apparently this is his fault? Why he feels guilt for Christina murdering a bunch of assholes is beyond me. I think he only actually feels sad once, because after Christina murders the last of the bad guys, she jumps off of of a cliff.
1: Oh yeah, that's how it ends.
0: Yeah, and then Frankenstein's just like, nuts, and walks away. Very little about the plot. Like, it felt like there was, they realized, like, 65 minutes into shooting, they're like, crap, we don't have an ending, and we don't have a plot. And so they had to do, like, rewrites and, like, find weird, preposterous reasons for things to happen to fit the last 25 minutes in. Yeah. Yeah. Because it really is, like, a long slog until the last, like, 20 minutes that go so fast.
1: It was a very, very long, slow build up yeah. to not very much excitement. Now, having said all
0: that, I, like I said I do think it's interesting that they deal more with, like, so they tried to do something new with like the souls and yeah. the idea and like Frankenstein's experiments and stuff so it was a neat concept it was just kind of a slow execution and I will say that like all Terrence Fisher movies it looks really nice everything is like very like gothic and pretty and, and like, it did like all this, and... the
1: scenes of Christina luring the boys those were good scenes them. they were actually kind of creepy yeah and her done. talking to the head was creepy it was she talked to the head because the face don't want to hear it no more This is weird. I think this is the first movie in a long time that we agree on. Like, 100%, pretty much. Yeah, like,
0: I I do like this movie a little bit better than you, I suspect.
1: I had more fun watching the movie with you than enjoying the movie, because we Mystery Science Theater, the whole movie, together.
0: uh, I I would actually recommend this movie. Now, I've seen the first four Frankenstein films.
1: I've only seen the first one.
0: This one is still better than the third one. The third one is terrible. Because
1: you said that guy doesn't direct it.
0: Exactly. Terrence Fisher directs one, two four five and six but somebody else did three i forget his name and it's not very good uh but having said that one and two are two of my favorite horror movies of all time or even just movies of all time the first one is unbelievable so this one is definitely not as good as that and i've heard it's actually the weakest of all the fisher ones so the other two ones he did are apparently a little bit better but i still thought it was okay and i thought that everybody who was in it was really good that's the one thing about hammer horror films is that even if they're kind of dumb or kind of cheesy and hokey the acting is always so much fun they're all so good. Like it's all really theatrical but like charming. It doesn't nobody ever feels like they're bad. They all feel like they're better actors than this quote than this material is being given them, you know? It feels all like right, a bunch of Shakespearean okay. yeah. actors just doing like a goofy shitty yeah. movie, you know?
1: I can see that.
0: And Peter Cushing being in anything instantly makes me like it like two stars more than he's I he's just otherwise. like
1: interesting to look at. Even like his face is very bony, and yeah.
0: and it's cool because I've seen him in the Dracula movies where he plays Van Helsing, where he's sort of like the hero, right? And in this one, he's the main character, but he's a dick. Like he's this like intense. He's almost the bad guy in a lot of these movies. You know, he's still like our main character. We're still following. He's him not he's...
1: like empathetic. No, sensitive. he's just like
0: all he cares about is his work.
1: He's like, oh, Hans is dead that's yeah, good
0: that's great that works out perfectly for us <laughs> yeah. and even that's the other thing like, he wasn't even malicious he went to the court to try and uh, yeah. protect Hans but at the same time he didn't really care what happened to Hans and so when the guy said can you is it impossible that he would do anything wrong he goes mm, "Well, no I guess it's not impossible because it's all about you know empiricism and evidence for him so I thought that was a pretty nice touch like we said the courtroom scene is pretty great yeah so ultimately I did like this movie but definitely not as much and if you're only going to watch one Hammer Frankenstein don't make it this one. I guess <laughs> I, I, one.
1: I didn't really like this movie. It was too much build up.
0: There was a, yeah, and it, it was it okay. It is kind of a mess. Like, it was plot okay. The makes no sense but yeah I didn't mind it. Oh, <laughs> okay. It was pretty yeah, good. Well, it was okay. Well. I gave it about a six out of, six out of ten. Five. Okay. I like it a little bit better than you but yeah that's fine. So that is uh, Frankenstein created woman. So uh, for part two of our, so part four of our two-part uh, series of, of Hammer horror films, Nicole picked
1: another one. It's been a long time since we've done a zombie one, so I chose The Plague of the Zombies from
0: 1966, directed by John Gilling. This is a Hammer one that I have never seen, so this should be fun. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna watch. Uh, Plague of the Zombies, and hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll have it for you next week in time for Halloween. That's the plan. So, until such times as we are ready to record again, we bid you adieu. Until next week, I am the creature Joey G.
1: And I'm the bride Nicole.
0: And y'all stay scary now. M.O. Fucker! You fucker! How kissy kissy! Could fucker. this woman ever decide?
1: To wed this man.